make small deposits into your relationship's emotional bank account. So that way, when you need to make a withdrawal in the future, your relationship can withstand it. It can hold, it can withstand the test, whatever you're going through. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Inspirational Outlook. I am Nate. Um, yes, I am Nate. Uh, so today is kind of a fun day because, again, I'm talking about something that I'm passionate about, as you can hear it in my voice. Uh, yeah, these podcasts are a lot of fun. I think this is number nine, eight or nine, and it's a Wednesday, and we're having a great day. Uh, yes, so... Today, I talk about relationships and what it looks like to manage and prioritize your time in them. There's three main groups. It is the individual self, it is the couple, and it is the family. And then I go into uh, factors of how that investment might look like within those relationships. So I hope you're having a great day. I want to thank you for joining me on Inspirational Outlook. If you want to, you're more than welcome to continue the conversation on our Facebook page on Inspirational Outlook with Nate. I am there, not right now, because I'm here. So with that being said, let's jump into this. I'm super excited about this. So grab your drink, grab your sandwich, grab your dog, and let's get started. I hope you enjoy. All right, let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Inspirational Outlook. My name is Nate, and I want to welcome you here to today's episode. This is going to be an interesting one because a lot of the stuff that I talk about, I'm still working on in my life, in myself, and that's why I do these podcasts. I do these podcasts for not only me and my growth and and, and my life's adventures, but I guess for the listener too, but my main focus on is on me because I spend the most time with me. So I want to get to know me. Anyway, today I want to talk about relationships and why time is so critical and so important and important in relationships. So let's dive right into this. This is this is going to be some good content because I'm very passionate about relationship and relationships. Um, you know, one of the simplest things you can do for your relationship is to be proactive in managing the, the the time that you spend or invest on yourself, being a couple with someone or being in a family. Those are the three things I want to talk about. Yourself, uh, a, a couple with your significant other, and then family. Uh, many times, life gets extremely busy and a committed partner, a friend, slips into becoming a roommate, basically, or another person on the end of the phone or text message or whatever the case may be. There's there's work, there's kids, there's school obligations. All these things will take every bit of time that you have and more if you do not manage that and, and, and prioritize it. A lot of people who make love last, they, they learn how to set boundaries in their different roles and they allow and they give time to what is important to them. So think think about it like this. If, if you are a parent, then you must make time for you as an individual yourself as a couple, as a married couple, and yourself as your role in the larger family with, with your children. So there's, there, there's those three different areas. And this is obviously talking about in family. Of course, there's other realms. There's your work. There's your school. There's um, the cashier at Walmart or whatever the case may be. I'm strictly talking about yourself with a significant other, a couple, married couple, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, and uh, family matters and, and, and that 
regard and in, in, in that realm. Um, so dedicate too much time to one of those identities as yourself as an individual, yourself as a couple, married couple or whatever, yourself as a role in a larger family and others become neglected. So there's this balance. Problems can come up in the role where you are over-functioning. So let's look how a little bit about time management or, or managing the activity and the time that you're allowed. There we go. I like that much better. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. But what matters is how we are managing the activity and the time that we are blessed with, that we are given. So we have to watch that. So the first one I want to talk about is yourself. Talking about managing time with yourself and what that looks like. Oftentimes, people think that the solution to every problem in a relationship is to spend more time together. There's this more closeness, more whatever you want to call that. And that can actually do harm to a loving relationship. Can you truly desire what you never miss? Ask yourself that. Can you can you truly desire something that you never miss? If you spend too much time together and, and contempt can block out any appreciation for your partner. So too much time and you find yourself wanting and, and yearning for spending time with, with, with you. I think of it as a self-induced cabin fever almost. Making some time, putting some time aside for your individual self allows you to practice self-care. There's that word again. Love that word. It, as well as uh, miss the people in, the, in your life that you love. It, you, you're able to put that time aside, making time for yourself. A moment to, let's say, pursue your own passions while having a little vacation away from your responsibilities as a, a husband or a wife or a parent does a world of good, a world of, go, of good. You rejoin your relationship, your, your roles um, with different energy and possibly new insights into your appreciation for your loved ones and appreciation for the ones around you. I just want to take a little bit uh, time to talk about that. When you are in something and you have it, you don't necessarily value it as if something that you don't have or you want. If you want something and you don't have something, you value it more, tend to, tend to value it more than you would if you have it. Just think about that a little bit. Think, think of a job that you have right now or a relationship that you have right now. When you're trying to pursue, when you're trying to get into, when you're trying to grasp and and take a hold, take charge of whatever you're trying to do, you value it so much. Getting a new client, getting a new car, you value it so much because you don't have it yet. And then when you get it, that shininess wears off. It, it's inevitable uh, because that that value depreciates in a sense because we forgot what it felt like before we had it. And then so while you're in it, that value isn't there as much. However, when it leaves or it's gone or you crash the car, you lose your job, you lose your spouse or whatever the case may be, that value then increases back to what it originally was before you had it. It's, it's this, this value proposition, I guess I would call it. So kind of going back to my thought here about the individual self, a little bit of space in a relationship. Again, I'm talking about the individual self the couple and the family allows a longing to reignite your a passionate flame 
And I'm not talking in an intimate or any kind of sexualized type way. I'm talking about this desire to want to grow as a couple, want to grow as a family, want to be more involved because you've taken care of yourself. You, you filled your cup up. There's all sorts of wonderful things that can happen if you take just a little bit of time to nurture your individual self. Just be sure that you don't fall into the trap of spending too much time in this role. Resentments can easily develop when one person, one partner, feels that they are too alone within a relationship. So after some individual time, make sure to set time up to devote to your other roles that you have. Again, talking about the couple and the relationship and, and the family and the, and, you know, individual self. There we go. So those two things. Okay, uh, next one I want to talk about is the couple. So the individual self. Making some time for yourself allows you to practice self-care. As a couple, whether it's it's a, a married couple or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of people who look back at the beginning of their relationship with fondness, with this value proposition idea. They remember all the dates and the trips and the happy times discovering each other and then work. PTA meetings, having to rake the lawn, having to clean the gutters out, all these things seem to conspire and, and, and take your life over. You, and then your relationship is left longing there's desires and voids there's three um there, there are three main ways to put time aside uh for your partner you have to make time to talk you have to make time to date you have to make time to connect physically i cannot stress this enough you have to want to make time you have to want to put time aside it's not so much that you don't have time it's not a priority I want to repeat that again. It's not so much that you do not have time. It's not, it's because you have not made it a priority. I may have struck a chord with somebody. I personally do not say, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. No, 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 no. Nate, that's not a priority. Or this is a priority. That's what I tell myself. It, it really changes my perspective on my time and, and the value of it. Time, time to talk, and going back to the couple, uh, time to talk includes conversation about what is working well, challenges within your relationships, mishaps, hiccups, whatever the case may be. If your parents use this time to discuss your dynamics as a couple, raising children, you know, focus on your role within the larger family. Uh, focusing your role on the larger family uh, will be discussed at a different time. You know, worry about that later. But making time to communicate about your relationship will help you avoid conflicts in the future. And it will also help you feel like a, a teammate with your partner. It develops this oneness. Oh my gosh, this beautiful oneness of two people working collectively together for a common good, a common goal. Man, I love that. That is a, mm, that's exciting to me. So putting time aside, making time to discuss important things, making time, making a priority to want to talk, making a priority to want to date, making a priority to want to connect physically is critical in a relationship with a couple, with married couple, whatever kind of relationship you're in. Working together against all chaos in the world. There we go. You know, working as a team. No, honey, I've got your back. Uh, husband, wife, whatever. I've got your back. I'm on your side. Here's not take, taking the time to have a date night is important too. Find a babysitter. Call your parents up. Hey, can you watch Jack and Jill for two hours? I'm going to take my wife out. I'm going to take my husband out. 
Taking time to have a date night is so important. I see so many relationships, especially married couples, they get married and then that's it. They're done. They've quote unquote, they've made it. They're safe. And then they wonder why their relationship falls apart because no one's pursuing anybody. The, the, the dating scene has completely stopped. They stopped learning about each other. They stopped desiring each other in a sense of a who are you and what makes you happy. Huh, that's sad. Nate's sad. All right. I'm going to continue on. Um, life cannot be all work. In a relationship, life cannot be all work. So a night to focus and recharge on connecting and enjoyment helps strengthen a relationship. This could be anything from a fancy dinner to a walk around the block, for goodness. Hmm. Making a prior making time a priority in a relationship in a couple is so critical. Um I, I hope you can pick my passion and, and, and my desire to want to see healthy relationships based off on these simple, simple concepts. Just taking, going back to the couple here, thoughts, just taking time to reestablish your romantic connection will strengthen your relationship. Reestablishing your communication, your, your commitment, your, your conversations Make small deposits into your relationship's emotional bank account. I'm going to repeat that again. Just love me for this. This is, hmm, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Make small deposits into your relationship's emotional bank account. So that way, when you need to make a withdrawal in the future, your relationship can withstand it. It can hold, it can withstand the test, whatever you're going through. If you're connecting as a couple, then it's easier to ask for some individual time later on. Be like, honey, babe, whatever. I need to spend a little time by myself. I'm going to take the next hour to do whatever. Or communicating on, I watch the kids. You take care of yourself. Give yourself a bath, whatever the case may be. Small deposits, my friend. Small, small deposits. <sighs> the, 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 the last piece of time management is it, making time for your intimacy. Y your personal times behind closed doors. This, this piece is often too sacrificed to quote unquote the gods of exhaustion. You know, being in love is easy. Making love is even easier. But being able to build a relationship that stands the test of time is hard. It is it's it's difficult. Many many couples find it difficult to maintain this this intimate erotic life over time once a daily business of living gets done there's you have time to make you have to make time to connect with your partner physically now i'm not saying that you just jot down in your planner to spend the evening with your partner and tell them to be in bed undressed at eight o'clock on monday i mean hey if that works great if that's communicated clearly and and comprehended and whatever i'm not i'm not saying it's wrong i i'm saying that's not normal so just all right set up a time to, to set put time aside put time aside to physically connect with your partner and honor that do what feels right in the moment it could be a massage and it, it might be a shower it it might be passionate a, a passionate evening Whatever that looks like to you. It, it isn't about the activity that you do. It's about maintaining your physical connection to help maintain your relationship. Too much togetherness 
as a couple and desire can dwindle as this resentment grows. It becomes too easy to lose appreciation for your never-apartness. Too much time together as a couple can, it, it also makes it difficult to manage your own moods because you're always wondering and always concerned and always engrossed in the other person's mood and, and, and emotions. The emotional atmosphere can be hijacked by one's person's sour mood, leaving the other partner to ride out the storm. That sucks. That sucks hardcore. So, little recap. Take care of yourself. That, that self-care is crucial which will allow you to make time, to have time, time to date, time to connect physically, time to talk with your partner, with your couple, with your spouse. The last piece of, of prioritizing your time that I've come up with is your family, be it your own children, your extended family, or family of choice. Again, friends can be family too. That is a choice. Um, obligations tend to reign in this area of our lives that so many people find it challenging to set boundaries with, <laughs> boundaries with your family. Too much time in this role can lead to, again, resentments. There's that gross word again. If you've ever been the primary caregiver for your kids on a particularly rough day, you know it too well can easily happen. You can get snappy, frustrated, and, and eventually in desperate need of some time outside of your role as a caregiver. you got to disconnect. Too much time as a caregiver with no time to practice self-care, no time to spend with your spouse can often lead into issues on your marriage, on your relationship. On the positive side of managing time in the role of family, seeing your partner interact within larger family units allows you a chance to see your partner in a new light. You get to see a different side of them. The, the, the time that they take explaining something to their nephew or niece reminds you of the tenderness you may have saw in your partner. And then from that family matter, you can come back together with your partner to bring joy to others, such as planning a surprise party for a friend or helping an elderly uh, relative with yard work. It is tricky. <laughs> Just a little recap here. It, it, it's tricky to manage time for yourself as an individual, with for your relationship within your family. There will always be a request for more. So sitting down and, and figuring this stuff out, setting those boundaries with time, with, with prioritizing the activity and the time that you're given, and maintaining them will help your love for that individual, spouse, kid, whatever, the, whatever it is, last a lot longer. Um, there's, there's also a, a part of the time aspect in a relationship that is crucial and why it's important, but there's also, uh, factors that predict what kind of investment you're making within that time frame. So you've got, you're, you're setting, you're setting your time aside for X, Y, Z person. All right, great. But there's factors within that, that predict that kind of investment because I look at spending time with people as investing time with people. I invest my time in people, whether it's my my, my niece, my sister, my brothers, my, my parents, my close friends, my besties, who's, who's ever around me. So there's factors in regards to what kind of investment and, and factors that determine whether a relationship is successful or not. And there, there's four of them that I've come up with to help predict what kind of investment in a relationship you have. Now, this this isn't to say that a relationship without these things can't fail. 
it just means that the investment is greater and it is associated with more positive outcomes. So but be real brief on this. If you need a little more clarity, do contact me or, or reach out to me and, and we can definitely grab a cup of coffee. I will invest my time in you. All right. <sighs> Number one, the size of the events, the size of their investment, the social words, social words overlap with a tons and tons of overlap in, in family and friends. It makes it much less likely. You know, think about the couple that has been together since high school. Or maybe their families were closely connected. Uh, another example of investment can be financial. Financial connections to one to one person, like buying a house or starting a business, etc., can also be factors to increase that connection. So the size of the investment, whether it's a massive portion of their life or financial side of things. The second thing that I've come up with in regards to factors that predict the investment in a relationship is persistence. And I'm going to ask you a question. What is your philosophy on commitment? What was your parents' marriage like? What was your commitment to previous relationships? What has that been like? Is this one different? And and why? Why is your value system, or excuse me, what is your value system around marriage? If an individual has strong persistence in relationships, it tends to also mean they don't let difficult issues sit. They change the light bulb. You know, that, that, that whole idea of light bulb being broken. Yay, Nate, we get it. All right, cool. They work through their problems with their partner. They are persistent. So I want to repeat those questions again because I really, really like them. All right. The first one was, what is your philosophy on commitment? What was your parents' marriage like? What has your commitment to previous relationships been like? And is this one different and why? And last one, what is your value system around marriage? So number two was persistence. Number three, the, the third factor that predicts investments in a relationship is the comparison level for alternatives. What in the world do you mean? All right. Devaluing, this is so fun, devaluing versus overvaluing, or more simply put, comparison shopping in relationships. Yeah, there it is. Example of this include people who are constantly comparing their partner to others in their lives and valuing the positive traits of that comparison over their partner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep, there it is. This can be and often is a very, very slippery slope as this can grow into feelings about a coworker or a friend, which can begin the process of an emotional affair. So it's comparing. It, it, it's comparing what you have to other things instead of delving in and investing in to the relationship that you have. So number three is comparison, the, the comparison level for alternatives. And the fourth one, the fourth factor that I've come up with when you uh, th that predict investment is commitment. I have five C's of what makes a healthy, strong relationship. And these five C's, and I'm going to do this on a podcast here shortly because this conversation has come up more than once. The five C's, in my opinion, that make a very healthy and strong relationship is Christ, making him first. Commitment, are you committed? Communication, comprehension, and compromise. Those are my five C's. So eventually, I'm going to do a podcast just because I love talking about that. But number four, the, the fourth factor that predicts an investment in a relationship is its commitment. This is simply put as being with someone no matter 
what? I'm going to say that again. (laughs) This is simply put, commitment is simply put, being with someone no matter what. You mean it when you say through sickness and in health and marriage. This can be tough for some to stomach as both people change in relationships and marriage. That's inevitable. That is inevitable. Sometimes these changes are for the better and sometimes they are more or less challenging. Those who highly value commitment in relationships are in it for the long haul and they will work through whatever difficulties may arise. They value their commitment to their partner above all else. It is a covenant with that person. It is a commitment to that person, you and you alone. It is this idea of being a one woman man or a one man woman, if that makes sense. You are committed to that one single person. Now, all that said above, everything that I kind of talked about there, when, when those things have been weakened, the challenge is then to see what an individual can do to work on strengthening their relationship investments. It, for example, stop comparison shopping, increase their persistence and commitment, and always look for ways to build upon and, and, and look for opportunities to increase their investment, that social, financial, whatever it is, in the relationships. If they are weak, they can be rebuilt. It's a matter of how bad you want it. How bad do you want that person? How much do you value them? So thank you for listening. What a man. Hmm. Again, I love doing these podcasts for me. I have fun with them. I enjoy them because this is stuff that I've learned. This is stuff that I am learning and I want to share it. And if you get something away from it, fantastic. I'm happy for you. I, I really, really am. So with all that being said, I hope you got something from this in in regards to why time is important, why prioritizing your time with somebody is important while, why, why, here we go. Yeah. While, why, why scheduling your priorities first is important. Don't prioritize your schedule, schedule your priorities, start there, start with prioritizing your relationships, start prioritizing your individual self through self care, start prioritizing the relationship that you have with your significant other, whether that is boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, marriage, whatever that looks like, and then schedule and prioritize your time with family. It's so critical. That, that balance, if that is thrown off, will throw you off. Hmm, excited, Yoda. Um, so focus on that stuff. Really focus on that. Prior, prioritize your relationships. Prioritize your time. Prioritize the activity within the time frame that you're allowed. We can't manage time. I don't know if I said this. We can't manage time. But we can manage the activity within the time that we are given. I love that. I really, really love that. So today and henceforth, schedule your priorities. Make time for yourself. Make time for your loved one. And then make time for your loved ones, family. Extend it on from there. I really hope you took away a bit of information from what I have talked about for the last half hour here. If not, that's okay too. If, if Nate, you're like, Nate, I got all this. I'm good, man. Sweet. Share it. <laughs> Share it with people teach it people more people i i feel more people need to know this kind of stuff and that's why i'm here that's why i'm making these podcasts of course like i said i'm doing this for me but i'm also doing this for you fellow listener fellow friend fellow earther i don't even i don't even know if that's a word but i said it so thank you for listening 
Thank you for joining me in another episode of Inspirational Outlook. If you want to talk more, you can always join us on Inspirational Outlook with Nate on our Facebook group, where I will be more proactive about getting on there and, and posting and, and doing lives and all of the things there. It's out there. Now I have to do it. Now people are actually going to go to the Facebook page and have to do something about it. Okay. With that being said, I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Keep pressing on. Keep taking care of yourself. Keep going. You've got this, my friend. Have a wonderful day.